All right, we are on to rep number four, and we are continuing to read different chapters in this discourse in the Bible. We've got Adrian. She is going to be reading Leviticus chapter one for us, and she's going to just be going through that. Um, a little background, a little context for this. I'm just going to read it. God wants to live among the Israelites in an intimate way, but sin prevents intimacy with God. These ritual laws made atonement for the people. And so these ritual laws that we're going through, we saw some of those before in Exodus chapter 20. And so um, some more stuff kind of happened between Exodus and Leviticus, but Leviticus is kind of a continuation of uh, there's a separation between God and people, but God wants to be close to them. So go ahead and read Leviticus chapter 1 whenever you're ready. All right. We're reading Leviticus chapter 1. The Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting. He said, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, when anyone among you brings an offering to the Lord, bring as your offering an animal from either the herd or the flock. If the offering is a burnt offering from the from the herd, you are to offer a male without defect. You must present it at the entrance to the tent of meeting so that it will be acceptable to the Lord. You are to lay your hand on the head of the burnt offering and it will be accepted on your behalf to make atonement for you. You are to slaughter the young bull before the Lord. And then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall bring the blood and splash it against the sides of the altar at the entrance to the tent of meeting. You are to skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron, the priests, are to put fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall arrange the pieces including the head and the fat on the wood that is burning on the altar. You are to wash the internal organs and the legs with water, and the priest is to burn all of it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If the offering is a burnt offering from the flock, from either the sheep or the goats, you are to offer a male without defect. You are to slaughter it in the north at the north side of the altar before the Lord. And Aaron's sons, the priests, shall, shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. You are to cut it into pieces, and the priests shall arrange them, including the head and the fat, on the wood that is burning on the altar. You are to wash the internal organs and the legs with water. And the priest is to bring all of them and burn them on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If the offering of the Lord is a burnt offering of birds, you are to offer a dove or a young pigeon. The priest shall bring it to the altar, wring off the head and burn it on the altar. Its blood shall be drained out on the side of the altar. He is to remove the crop and the feathers and throw them down east of the altar where the ashes are. He shall tear it open by the wings, not dividing it completely. And then the priest shall burn it on the wood that is burning on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much. What's too much? 
We just need to live holy lives. These animals are just going through cut up, ripped up wings, cut off heads, wrong. And it just really just reading through this like this. I'm like, man, this is what sin does. This is what sin does. My goodness. My goodness. But anyway. (laughs) I mean, for real, I'm just like cut. I know. Pick, yeah, burn, burn yeah. it, splash the blood over here and splash the blood over there. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. It's intense. Yeah. Really intense. So <clears throat> intense. Who was the author? And I guess as I was reading this, at this last time, so technically the author, we could say it's Moses. It's you could say it's unknown. Yeah. Um, but the intent behind the question is who is prescribing or instructing whom? So mm-hmm. think yes. of it maybe that way. That might be a little bit. So who is the one instructing at this point? The Lord. The Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you could also say Moses. Moses, yeah, Moses. yes, and through the Lord. Are they instructing? The Israelites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you could also say specifically the, the priests. priests. The priests. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And so I didn't see any logical connector words. Again, <laughs> using the laws, you don't. But if you were to summarize all this, Adrian, what would you say? I would say get right, church, because <laughs> it just doesn't make sense for us to be killing all these animals like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> but if I was to summarize, I guess what's going on here is that Moses is giving instructions from God to the priests about the atoning of sins, mm-hmm. um, which is certain practices as far as depending on the type of animal you are sacrificing, if it's from a herd or a flock. Uh, how to sacrifice it and where to splash the blood or if it's a bird, the type of birds to use in order to atone for the sins of the people. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, <clears throat> and so after that, so how would this, after just interacting with all this, we have to shape, how would this have shaped their view of God, the Israelites' view of God or the Levi- priest's view of God? Well, as somebody on the outside looking in, great perspective. I would think it would shape their views to look at sin like it costs blood mm. and it costs a lot of blood. Yes. When we are sending it, it, there's blood to be paid. And uh, so I think it should have shaped their views of God as far as how God views sin mm-hmm. and that something in order, f- sin causes things to die. Mm-hmm. And so in order to repay the things that have had to die, Another thing has to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, so I think that they it w- it should have caused them to be more uh, thoughtful about what God's laws and instructions and commands were. Yeah, that's good. It shows how serious it is. Yes, yeah. it shows how serious it is. So then, and then I, I would add. I also, I also think that. How it would shape their view of God is that that this God must be holy, like Mm -hmm. that all of this would be required for me to be in right relationship with him, for for me to be clean before him, for me to cleanse myself. All of this is required. and, Go ahead. I was, and holy means to be set apart, set excellent, apart, yes, yes. Um, a cut above the rest, yeah. Um, almost like otherworldly, if you will. Yeah. Like yeah. the a holy diamond would be the one that's way more grand than all the other diamonds, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like, so to see God as holy, yes, 
Yeah, because I mean, other other people in this time they were doing sacrifices to mm-hmm. to other it's gods. Common practice. Yeah, yeah, it was common practice. But this seems to be very intense. Yes. And so um, and I don't know all the details of what, what other sacrifices people would have to make to their gods, but um for them to for for them to have atonement for their sins, like they had to do all of this and then uh, it says it said a couple times that it is a burnt offering, yes. a food offering, an a an aroma Roma. pleasing to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So to do all of this, it is pleasing to him if you do it in this particular Man, manner mm-hmm. and follow these exact things. Like it had to be precise. Like you had to put water here on the leg of, you know, mm-hmm. wash off certain organs, yeah, mm-hmm. ring out the neck. It, you just ring off the head, my bad. Um, and so it, it what was required before this God um, just shows how set apart that he was. Um, so I would think it would kind of have them look at God in that way. Even where they had to throw certain parts, like with the with the bird, mm-hmm. you have to remove the crop and the feathers and throw mm-hmm. them down east of the altar where the ashes are. Don't so, not dividing the wings completely when you tear open. Um, when you tear the bird open by the wings, like yeah. it's just very specific things that you have to do. Yeah, and so it's a couple of design patterns. East and north are a couple of design patterns. Mm. <clears throat> Let me catch that. It sure is. How do you put this all together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's good. Um, really good perspective. Uh, and I would agree with that. So now, sifting through all that that was described, mm-hmm. what any mm-hmm. prescriptions y'all got? Um, I would just echo again, like, t- it causes me to examine the weight of sin mm-hmm. and what it means and what it costs and what it costs as far as Jesus being that, that perfect sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we, we know he was battered. He was beat. He was, his skin was ripped. Um, and so that can be said to the point where it becomes like, what's the word? We're numb Number. to what it means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trivialized, I think. It's like it makes it, <laughs> brings it down. So mm-hmm. to, the opposite of holy. You make it commonplace. Yeah. The holy diamond is unlike any other one. Mm-hmm. The common diamond is like all the other ones. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like the, I think it's just prescribed, the prescription is, the, I, well, I need to work through this because I'm thinking about the fact that it was only the priests that did this also. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And is there something that, which, okay. So this is also like a type Mm -hmm. for Jesus being our priest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was the only one who could Mm -hmm. bring this, who he was the only one who could offer the sacrifice that we needed. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think the prescription is the fact that this is a, a, physical mirror image of what Jesus had to do mm-hmm. in order for us to be in right standing in order for our sins to be atoned before God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything for you? Could I oh yeah. Um, it just, I, I had what Adrian it, it said, but also it just helps me to appreciate um, all the work that, that they had to do. Like, the fact that I don't have to do this, I don't mm-hmm. have to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I praise the Lord that 
Jesus did this because, like Adrian said, this was just um, a shadow of basically what he would do in the future, like yeah. for us. Um, and so I'm just grateful, like, that he did it. He was the ultimate sacrifice that I don't have to go out and get goats and sheep and birds and all that. And, you know all the organs. Make, yeah, then, I don't I don't have to do that. So I'm just grateful. So I don't read this and say, oh, what what do I need to, you know, what do I need to do? Now, a question that did pop into my head because I thought about the altars. Um, I know that Jesus... Um, he he was a sacrifice for us, right? But um, mm-hmm. do we have any altars that we? What do we need to burn on on our altars, or do we even need to do that today? How does that look like? What does that look like for us today? Good question. To burn, yeah. <clears throat> or did it? Or did we do away with it when well, Christ? You know, part of me thinks that it's a. Uh, I think well, the first scripture that comes to mind is um the scripture about I, Romans 12. Yeah. Um I beseech you to mm-hmm. offer your body, offer your as, a body as a living sacrifice, sacrifice mm-hmm. holy and acceptable. So it's ourselves now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's, we're the we're the, we're the offering. offering. Mm-hmm. Now imagine us doing this for to ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think the, the the thing is the pleasing aroma. Yes. I think that is the yes. the, the hope yes. of just a living sacrifice. These are dead sacrifices. Yes, yeah. we're, we're, we voluntarily go up to the altar and say, Lord, do what you want to do. Yeah. Cut me however you want to, metaphorically speaking. Yes. Which yes. the whole thing is a metaphor. But yeah. I think that's it. But even, of, and that makes this, I think, come more alive because it says cleansing when it talks about uh, how you to wash the internal organs mm-hmm. and legs. Like inside, even though our bodies, like our, our exoskeleton or whatever this is called, skin. The skin and the bone, you can see this expression. All of it is run by these internal organs, our minds, our hearts, mm-hmm. our gut, mm-hmm. um, our lungs, breathing. And for it to be washed off first, mm-hmm. I think it's sim- very symbolic. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, as to what the sacrifice looks like, my mind needs to be cleansed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. As I'm... Your kidneys are your waste-filtering organ. Yeah. So it's yeah. like even what... Filters, my dirty stuff needs to be clean. Because like, like yeah. my filters could be off. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. 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 That's so. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, um, it was, uh, no no strong prescription necessarily came from me other than what agents said, like sin is serious. Yes. And um, you got to do all this for sin. But the beauty is, is that if you read Leviticus 1 again, it says, the Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting. Mm-hmm. Is that when you do, when the Israelites did atonement right, when you go to Numbers chapter 1, verse 1, see if you catch the difference. The Lord spoke to Moses in the tent of meeting in the desert of Sinai on the first day. Mm. You catch that difference? Yeah. One was yeah. from, mm-hmm. and the other one was in. So Moses was standing outside the tent having to talk to God. And then once atonement was done right, guess where he could now be? In the tent. Mm-hmm. In the tent. Mm-hmm. And so the beautiful part is that when it's done right, we can be right there with mm, the Lord. That's good. So, um, so good stuff. Um, again, same thing we noticed. It was kind of clear. Like this, there's a different. We don't have to do what the children of Israel did. Um, so that's good that we were able to pretty much easily recognize that. So, all right, we are on to our next rep, and that is rep number five.